Good morning, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with the Beast. I am your host, Brian, and this is the Beasting with Brian podcast. Now that we've got the formalities out of the way, I want to talk about rest and relaxation. It is extremely important that one gets their rest. And when I say relaxation, I don't mean to like, ah, I'm sitting on the beach, I'm having a mojito, I'm just relaxed. No, 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 no. When I say rest and relaxation, some R&R, I mean some active rest, relaxation, and recovery. We should call it the triple R's. That's what we're going to call it today. And why is it so important? Well, other than the whole scientific reasons as to why it is so important, actually, I guess it all pertains to that. But let's just speak about it in layman's terms. As you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I don't go and prepare anything really right before I start teeing off on whatever I'm going to say. And it's more more so because I want to have a raw conversation. Now, if you all wanted a lecture or something like that, then you would be listening to an actual podcast that – an actual podcast. This is an actual podcast. You'd be listening to a podcast that focuses more – of that educational space. This is not for education. This is more for general awareness. And if you'd like to seek further education on it, I would be happy to provide other resources for you. Think of me as more of an encyclopedia and not a textbook. I think that's the best best thing to say. And I give this caveat every once in a while, every few episodes, because I guarantee you there's going to be a new person listening that's not going to understand that I'm not speaking as an expert. Or I don't even – I don't see myself in that space either. There's some things that, I'm def, that I definitely have a little bit more education about. But I'm not speaking in that degree of depth where you know I'm not going to cover everything. I'm not going to back it up with, uh, with research and things of that nature. I'm just not going to do it. Why don't I put in all that work? Well, this is only a 10 – I try to keep it at 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops, but sometimes I go 20, 30 minutes. I'm not going to be able to say everything that I want to say in that amount of time. And the amount of preparation it would take to get an episode like that as opposed to what I'm doing, which is a daily, I wake up, I have coffee, and I speak to all of you. The amount of preparation it would take. And I would be happy to do it. Maybe I will do it for one one episode. I'll talk about something. But I don't know. Probably not. It's not my cup of tea. I hate doing stuff like that. I'm not. I'm more of an applicator. I'm not a researcher. I enjoy research. I understand it. I know how to read it. I appreciate it and all that nature. But I'm more of a hands-on, like, let's do this kind of stuff. I don't. Which is funny because that's not at all what my job is currently. My my job is all research. That being said, RRR, the triple R's, rest, relaxation, recovery. Why is it so important? And why must you be so intentional about it is the term. The reason being is because if you overstress yourself, you overtire yourself, 
you put yourself at risk for injury and well it's just detrimental like you're taking minutes if not hours if not days off of your life you are setting yourself up for failure you are causing your relationships to be strained you're causing your mental health to be strained everything literally goes topsy-turvy and goes to crap now now with that in mind I'm not saying don't overstress yourself sometimes. Don't go out and have fun. Don't you know miss out on a couple hours of sleep. I'm a realistic human being, and I think most people in their everyday lives, you know, we we try to get the right amount of sleep. We try to exercise the right amount, stretch the right amount, you know, recover with the right amount of time, but. You have to kind of be realistic sometimes. And, you know, active recovery, active rest and relaxation. It's a term. I love the term because it's there's something true about it. Triple R is not for you to just sit on your ass and loaf and become a potato on the couch. Being, being an active person... It's not just a whole lifestyle. It's actually part of being human, right? So when I say make Triple R a part of your life, I'm not saying take a moment, sleep more or whatever. I mean, sometimes you got to sleep. You know, sleeping can be a chore because it, for especially for people that like doing things outside of the bedroom. I mean, you know what I mean? But for people that like to get out of bed and like to be awake, I should say, it's... um. It's it's very important to remember that you need sleep. Sleep is one of the most important things. I recently had a, a minor injury on my hand. And uh, it was just like a, a small cut, but it was deep enough where it was like, I don't know, it just affected me. But the the times where I felt it the least were when I was sleeping. And the reason I bring that up is that, yeah, sleeping is not going to stop the bleeding or anything like that. But... Not using my hand, not putting stress on my hand and allowing my body that time to recover has given it a much faster recovery. Since I got home, like over the weekend with all the festivities, I wasn't resting as much. I wasn't resting at all. But uh, as soon as I was able to sleep more and actually take care of the hand, you know, pretty much 24 hours, it was pretty much taken care of and healed. So... That's kind of where I'm getting at with this, you know? It's like you need to take the active steps to take care of yourself. And once you start doing that, you're going to see a momentous change in everything that you do. When you start, whatever it is, meditating, stretching, and you're actively looking to take care of yourself, it is equally as important as the weights that you lift, the runs that you go on, the people that you talk to, the... uh, the networking you do for your job, equally as important. But you gotta make sure you do it. And what are some indicators of being overly tired and overly strained? Well, do you feel awake? Like, and you know what I'm talking about. If you've ever felt awake, like you felt like you got up in the morning, you felt great, you're like, oh man, what a great sleep. How often do you feel that way? Does your body ache? Are you just like constantly massaging your neck? Do you constantly cracking it? 
you know, or are you just feeling good? Like you feel like you're in your prime. Like if somebody said, Hey man, we need to run a marathon and then fight a thousand bears. Do you feel like maybe that's not what you think of a great day, but is that what, you know, to that degree, do you feel like you could accomplish something like that? That extreme, you like, you know what? I was prepared for this. Everything that I've done was made for this moment. How often you feel that way? Um, I think the first time that that kind of mentality about active rest and relaxation and restoration and whatever else I, I'm calling these triple R's, uh, relaxation, oh, recovery, not rest, same thing. Anyways, um, the first time I really started thinking about this is like, I got up, oh man, sorry, I was going to tell you completely wrong t- date and time. It was back in high school. I'll never forget this. This was probably the worst soreness I've ever felt in my life. And uh, at the time, I was it was in the summertime, so I had a lot of time to myself. I was able to play a lot of basketball. And I went to one of the morning workouts for the school team. So they would run um, they would run workouts for the guys that played the year before and prospective guys for the following year. So I started going to those, but I only went to two or three. It was just out of my way and early enough in the morning where my brain wasn't working at that point. I was staying up too late and I was playing late. I would play till like 10 or 11 at night. So I I wasn't getting up at six in the morning, five 30 in the morning to go run to the school, work out and run back and then go through my routine. It's just not what I was doing. But one, so I, I think it was in August either July or August, and I started picking up this new routine of plyometrics. And um, if you don't know what plyometrics is, it's pretty much just high explosive exercises, mainly body weight. Although in truth, true plyometrics is just working on your fast twitch muscle fibers to increase your explosiveness. Uh, I think that's the best way to put it. Um, And if that definition has changed... Feel free to correct me. Shoot me a message, DM. I'm an open book. I don't really care. But anyways, this was at least the definition um, a couple years ago. So I started working on these these plow drills. It was pretty much just like, I would say about 30 to 45 minutes of um, structured jumping. And, uh, and I was trying to do it every day. So I did it. I think I really did it like maybe for two weeks, but, um, but I went, this was like my third day doing it. I went, so I was feeling very sore. My body had not experienced those kinds of exercises. That being said, I was playing basketball all the time, but that kind of jumping, I had not experienced it yet. So I went to the basketball practice, uh, or workout rather, and it was weightlifting. I wasn't weightlifting as much at the time. So this is the first day back into it. I was working out every day, well, three times a week when I was in school, it was just easier for me to stay after school and go to the gym, but I wasn't doing it as much, uh, over the summertime. So I'm back in the gym and I go with the mentality that I'm going to lift the same weights I was lifting before I left, uh, for the summer. And we were doing front squats that day. I mean, we did like, I think we did like, uh, not power cleans, but like hang cleans or high pulls. Something like that. Front squats, 
and a couple other stuff, a couple chess, chess exercises and whatnot. Then I go home, I eat breakfast, I wait like 30 minutes, I do that plyo routine. And then I think I went to go play basketball that evening. Uh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. The next day, I woke up with the absolute sore, worst soreness I've ever felt. My legs felt like absolute bricks. I felt like I had 10 bricks in each leg and I could barely walk. Going up and down stairs was a chore. It was it was the worst soreness I've ever had. And, you know, if somebody said, hey, you're going to be chased by a lion today and you need to be in tip-top shape, you need to be able to climb trees, you need to get away from this damn lion or you're going to get eaten, I would have 100% get, gotten eaten. 100%. Not even a 1% chance of getting away, of being able to outmaneuver this lion. Granted, I know lions can run 40 to 50 miles per hour in sudden bursts, but I literally had no chance. Any other day, I'd have a chance, a chance, a slimmer. I could at least run faster than the guy next to me. But today, or that day, I could not, guaranteed. And that was the first day where I realized, huh, maybe working out to soreness is not the greatest thing. And... um you know, kind of sparked that degree of importance where I was like, you know, it's not that I don't want to work out. I just don't want to be that sore the next day. And I started implementing that concept into the way that I trained. And for, you know, big game days and things like that, I would spend more hours form rolling and stretching, doing light cardio work and just running through technical aspects of strength training and things of that nature or technical aspects of the game rather than working to constantly, you know, destroy my body, then, you know, build it back up towards the weekend. I was working more for the competition and what, what my goal was and how I wanted to perform than I was to, um, than to pretty much be a gym rat. And I love going to the gym. Don't get me wrong. I love working out, but my goal is not to destroy myself. My competition is not the gym. My competition is everyday life. And since moving on from that, you know, there's definitely been days where, you know, I forget sometimes, you know, I, I go into this, go into workout and I do too much. And it's actually probably easier for me to do that now than it was back then, because I'm doing so much more when I go to the gym, I'm working out two, three hours, sometimes to get a certain type of fix in my brain. And, um, and that's where I come back with this, with this whole triple R system, right? System. It's not even, a me- excuse me. It's not a methodology or anything. It's literally just, all right, how am I going to approach the game day of life today? Am I going to allow myself to get defeated and then be set up for the next day? Or am I going to like this past two days coming back from this weekend? I took a little bit more extra sleep. You know, I, ha- I didn't go to the gym yet. Uh, one, mostly because of my hand. And I didn't go because of my hand because I know myself and I'm going to mess it up if I, um, if I go in. So you got to take a lot of things that go on in your life into account. And it, it kind of takes a lot of experience of constantly messing up to know how to pick yourself back up again. And that's why I feel so comfortable. Like if I gain... 
say I gain 10, 20 pounds, I'm not really nervous about that because I know I'll be able to lose it because I know how to implement the proper steps to take that weight back off. And I can maintain it. I like maintaining at 200. That's my comfort, comfort weight. And, um, and it's just those different aspects. Like I'm, I'm telling so many different things and kind of relating it back to myself so that you kind of pick up the idea of what I mean by triple R, right? Rest, relaxation, and recovery. It's not just about foam rolling, stretching, getting massages and things like that. It's not just exercise. It's also how you stress yourself at work. Are you overextending yourself for the business, for someone else's business? You know, maybe this start. it's time to start thinking about how to, how to do that for yourself. Because once you start overextending yourself for yourself like that, you know, I'm pretty sure you'd be happy with, with what you can see. Or maybe you should start looking for avenues in which overextending yourself is truly giving you the, um, the outcomes that you want. Maybe you want more income. You know, there's, are you getting, are you getting what you want to get out of all your input? And if not, take that time, take a vacation, take a week off. To just kind of mellow out, meditate on the things that you actually want and refocus your plan. That's why active recovery is so important because it allows you to reassess, constantly reassess your goals, where you are and where you want to be. Where am I? Where do I want to go? That's kind of why it's so important. So I've gone over the time, but I spent about two two to five minutes talking about the uh, I don't know what you call it, but uh, the whole point of this podcast, it's not about an expertise, expertise, expert level kind of lesson on how to achieve certain things. But it's, but it's a person talking to other people from my, my own experiences. And this is what allows me to relate with so many different people. And I, granted, I know I have not brought as many guests as I've wanted yet. But I promise you, it's what enables me to have the conversations with individuals that and uh, now and in the future that will end up being on the podcast. And it's going to give everyone kind of a more in-depth understanding of how everybody's brain operates around them, but also how much closely, how much more closely related we are in, in likeness and spirituality and kind of what are our goals and lives, but also at the same time where everybody struggles and how we can all learn from each other to better ourselves in those struggles so that the future generations and the future people that have not necessarily met those obstacles in their lives don't have to deal with it in such a harsh manner. As, And this is what generations before us have done, and this is what we ought to continue. So this is my, this is my uh, vehicle to provide that for everyone. So I hope you guys have a great day. It is another beautiful cold as sunny day out here in the region in which I am at. I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all for listening. Stay warm. Stay lovely. Be kind. Rewind. All right. Love y'all. Peace. I'll catch you on the flip.